Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast with me, your host, Charles Wolfork, and we have an outstanding guest right here, Arshon Descartes, all the way coming from Cuba. Oh my goodness, it's about to go <laughs> down. Hey, but first, uh, I want to let you guys know that this is a show where we talk, uh, talk to people that are dope, that can give you hope and teach you a technique that can help you cope. And right here with Arshine, we are going to have an outstanding show. But I would like any and everybody on YouTube and Facebook to please give me a thumbs up, give me a like, and please subscribe. And also for anybody out there on the podcast platform, give me a five star, please. Give me some feedback. Tell me what's going on out there. This episode is brought to you by and sponsored by Brienne and Company, a wonderful jewelry boutique that makes durable, minimalist jewelry that uses genuine pearls, local shells, a sea, uh, and sea glass, natural gemstones, precious metals, and quality handcrafted d- designs. Once again, Brienne and Company, and you can uh, go to BrienneandCo.com or you can see her and her outstanding jewelry on her IG account and Facebook account at Brienne and Co. And now let's get to our guest. Now, this young man is from St. Lucia, the island of St. Lucia, so beautiful, attended a community college there and majored in architecture and graduated in 2015. And then he started working in hospitality, but something happened, ladies and gentlemen. He found out about the secret that's right the secret which is the documentary about the law of attraction and then that's when everything changed for this guy he went from thinking that life is a is by uh, that life is living by luck and chance to being it to it being powered by your thoughts and he just started manifesting and now he has been on a tear ever since doing everything from meeting bob proctors and now going to school in cuba ladies and gentlemen i bring to you Arshan Descartes. What's going on, Arshan? I'm doing so good. I'm doing so good, Charles. One thing I really, really love your energy. <laughs> it is so infectious, man. That is so good. It's really, really good. <laughs> and like I said, it's five o'clock in the morning right here. I haven't even had my coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is surprising. <laughs> hey, man. So, that is surprising. Bruh, your story is phenomenal. You're in Cuba right now, but there's so much that led to this right now. So please, please, please tell us your outstanding story about just everything that you've gone through after, before and after you uh, you found out about the secret and what you can do with the, those powers. All right, sure. So it, it all started, well, my story, I normally start my story after I committed to college. So mm-hmm. in 2015, I graduated from our community college at Sassalos in Russia, and I majored in architecture. Always been my dream to be an architect. And we all know that you go to school, and most times you do not get a job or employment in the field that you study. So in searching for a job, I ended up in the hospitality industry. Now, mind you, I had no clue about hospitality. I did not know much about how you deal with people or with guests or anything of that sort. But I discovered a part of me that I did not know existed. I kind of grew into my outgoing character. When I was in college, I was the kind of the biggest instrument you find. I didn't really mingle with crowds. I didn't really 
attend functions or going to parties or meet the people. I was kind of in my own shell. And hospitality kind of opened me up into the person that I am. And that is one win I appreciate that industry for. Uh, two years, well, no, rather three years into my hospitality um, career, um, I got an opportunity to change my department. And part of that change included us going through some training. And that training was hosted by, I can't remember the guy, the gentleman's name, but he's from the UK, he's from the Institute um, from the UK. And he came out to St. Lucia. It was a seven-day event. And we all got a chance to, to learn about hospitality on a larger scale with more premium clients. And on his final day, he was talking to us about his routine and what drives him. And he mentioned he read The Secret. And he's been reading it ever since. And whenever he feels down, that's kind of the thing that brings him back into reality, into what's going on, and just letting him know that he can achieve what seems impossible. And he advised that anybody who's looking for change should either read the book or there's a documentary on Netflix that they should watch. And I remember there were 10 of us in that room, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch it. What's there to lose? I always watch Netflix all the time. It's just a documentary. It's an hour. I'll watch it. So I went home that evening, and it was approximately 6 o'clock. And I will never forget, because that is the moment my life kind of changed. I sat down, turned on Netflix, and had some chips and had a glass of Coke. And I tuned in to to watch it. And it played out, and I'm just watching, and I'm saying, that's just interesting and it finished and i'm sitting there and i'm dumbfounded pretty much because i'm saying you're telling me that life can be that simple like i can intend things and they can happen and they can happen over and over again and that i do not lead to lead by luck and chance and i said you know what i think i heard it wrong so i watched it again (laughs) and in the course of that one night i think i watched it five times and the next day i got up and i went to work and i it Everything was just different. Like everything just felt fresh. And I had this this fire inside. Like once again I, I kind of found out who I am. And I remember reading this quote um, that says there are two very important um factors that we should be aware of in life, or two important days that really determine our system. One is the day that we're born and the second is the, the day we find out why we were born, why we were created. And I kind of had a glimpse of that the day after watching that secret documentary five times and I started laying out intentions I started you know declaring little things still happen in my life and just being in the moment of it happening and little by little they happen like meeting people and and seeing things manifested sometimes monetary sometimes just allowing work to be completed on time or meeting assignments it happened and I, I kind of did less work or less worrying than I would normally have done to get it accomplished and that was kind of an eye-opener. And then I said, you know, what if I can lay out some bigger goals? What if I can really, really use this thing to accomplish life or to live life? And uh, that very year, I pranced upon an opportunity for financial freedom. Um, this company from the U.S., uh, it's kind of a, a learning um, company where you learn about the first market, you learn about network marketing, and you can use the tools to create your own form of income. And I remember thinking, you know, I want to live life on my terms, and I want to be among people who are also doing the same. And this opportunity came kind of by chance. It was on my birthday. And 
they, there was a meeting in the town of Newport where I, I worked. And I went to that meeting and it was kind of on the same wavelength of the secret. It's like, why are you living life by chance? Like you can actually call the things you want to say, this is something, okay, here we go again, it's happening, this is happening. And I didn't join the first time because I never, I never figured or never knew or never believed that, that living life and making money and having investments can be so simple. I always thought, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you work hard, you work hard, and until you retire, until you retire and you make sure you work with a particular company so that your retirement is pretty big. That was what everybody kind of grew up into, especially us in the Caribbean. Our parents, somebody drew that into us. This is what you need to do. And it took me a while to realize, you know what? I can actually have a life that I want. And after three months in January, I joined the opportunity and I met some more fantastic people, people who read the same books that I read now, people who known about the secret or properly and all those people and they talk about it like it's their daily bread pretty much and uh, it turned out that that company does annual convention now i was not in a position to go to any of the conventions because they're kind of pretty costly and uh, i just you say i i just remembered okay the secret you clear the things you want you call into existence the things that you want and you only dwell on that and nothing else so I said, I want to go to convention. Convention was in the UK in 2020. I said, I want to go to convention in the UK. I do not know how it's going to happen. I just want to do it. And I remember also thinking, I want to meet Bob Proctor because Bob Proctor kind of, he kind of, he seems like the ideal guy, the ideal thing within the secret and within the, the world of personal development. And I just said, I want to meet Bob Proctor. I, I, I really want to just see him or breathe his air just to be in his presence. To know that he is a real person, <laughs> he's not some robot. <laughs> so I laid out those three very important goals, and I just I kind of kept being in the moment, visualizing it every single day, meditating, and saying, you know, I want to do this, I want to do this. And I got an opportunity to attend that convention in February. I will never forget. It was the, the convention began on the weekend on Friday, and I booked the ticket to travel on Wednesday. And it all worked out well. I got to the UK and it turns out my sister lives like a few minutes from the venue. So I was like right there. Everything is right there. And I went to sign up on the first day. The second day, there was a bunch of speakers. And again, it was all the, the, the idea of living life on your terms and knowing that you can make it in life. You can have the life you desire. And it, it, it was so surreal. Like I'd never been in an atmosphere where there were probably, what, 8,000 people and they were all thinking the same thing. Like that is, if anybody has experienced that, they know what I'm talking about. That is a, a feeling beyond us, beyond world, beyond ourselves. And on the final day, or was it? Yeah, the final day, um, they started introducing the guest speaker for the afternoon. And I'm saying, I, I know some of those accomplishments. That sounds already familiar. And <laughs> I was supposed Bob Proctor in front of me, and I'm saying, oh my God, I, 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 <laughs> up to this day, it's been a year plus, and I'm like, up to this day, I still cannot fathom having accomplished that in, I'm not even accomplishing it, pretty much, like, I didn't even do much, like, I, I kind of just wanted it, and it happened, and I, I, I didn't know how to feel, <laughs> I did not know how to feel, like, I kind of grabbed a quick photo with him, and I'm like, okay, I'm in the UK, I'm at convention, I'm at Book Proctor, I'm like, okay, this thing actually works. And I sat there in tears. Everyone is on their feet and clapping and they're having a 
I don't know, they're enjoying the moment. And I just sat there and I'm like, I'm just because I finally kind of understood what this whole thing is about. Like it kind of hit me, it's like lightning. And okay, the convention was over, I left, I came back home and I laid down some marbles. I just like gold making kind of became my thing. So I was working in a supervisor position. I wanted to be a manager in my department. And I also wanted to continue going back to school because I, I figured out that the more I wait on it is the more that I will not be inclined to continue school. And like I said, architecture has always been my goal. So I wanted to go back to school to finish in architecture. And a few other goals about manifesting my dream home and my, the vehicle that I, I, I would like to have. I know these things take a little bit of time because those are the time really. So I was, I was not really focused on these. I was going to focus on being a manager and also going back to school. And I did not know how that was going to happen. I didn't know. And to make it even more interesting, COVID became a thing by March of 2020. So <laughs> we all know that hospitality took the biggest blow in COVID. So our resort closed down and I'm at home. And I, I kind of wasn't even really upset. Because after having gone through the series of personal development training and being among those people, I kind of had a, almost a release. It's like I was kind of ready for this, more or less. Like everybody is complaining and I'm just kind of almost a bit relaxed. And I got time to be more in tune with myself, to, to, look, to read more, to get more documentaries, get more interviews, and to learn more about life on my terms. And uh, like I said, I had that goal about the school. And I'm cleaning my, my bedroom. I had this shelf. It has all my documents from school. So it's kind of years of schooling from as low as elementary school. So you can imagine the number of books that are on there and papers and certificates and files. And I got this envelope. <laughs> that one has been the strangest one ever. I got this envelope, which was dated the same day four years ago. And I, I didn't recall. <laughs> First off, I didn't recall ever having applied for schooling in Cuba. I it didn't sound like me. It didn't sound like me at all. I'm saying Cuba is a foreign country, for it's about just in college. And I can't recall having gone through that process. The envelope was sealed, it had my name on it, it had Cuba. So I opened it up and I found all my documents and certificates and I just filled it back because I had no recollection. I I just I didn't know what to do about it. And uh, I placed it back into the shelf and continued to fly because life was amazing. I was relaxing. I was at home watching television, going out with friends because television wasn't really badly hit in the, the early start of the, the pandemic. It kind of got really bad later on around December. So I kind of had a bit of leeway and free time. And uh, a week later, <laughs> a week later at 9 a.m., I was rolling out of bed like I normally roll off my bed. My phone is kind of on the edge where I roll off. So I'm rolling out of bed and I grab my phone to roll off my feet down. And as I roll out, the phone rang. It was 9 a.m. And there is this voice, a female voice, and she's saying, you know, hello, Mr. Descart. And I think Mr. Descart. I'm like, yeah, you speak to Mr. Descart. Mind you, my name is Descartes, but I have accepted that people English size my name. <laughs> so I respond to Descartes. It's totally fine. And she asked if I was interested or I was still interested in my opportunity to study in Cuba that I had applied for four years ago. And I'm just there like, yes, I am. But I, I, I still didn't recall having applied for school in Cuba four years ago. And I'm just saying, what are the chances I actually saw the envelope four years ago? And here I am faced with the opportunity to go back to school. 
And at that time, the, the, the country was kind of closing down because they didn't want people roaming the streets. COVID was not really known as much as how it got transmitted and what possibly happened. So offices were closed and I couldn't go out to do anything pretty much. And she just asked if I had my documents and well, lo and behold, I have them. They were in the envelope sealed from four years ago. It's kind of a time capsule. <laughs> so I, I was like, yeah, for sure I will grab the opportunity. It was my decision to go back to school. And here I am faced with it right in my face. It's like, here you go. Will you ask? And we've granted you. And I sent everything. I scanned it all and sent it over to the office and I got accepted. And also recalling that I wanted to learn a foreign language. As part of working on Thai, you need to be as, as open to the world as possible. So learning a new language is always in your favor. <clears throat> and here I am going to school to learn Spanish. And I'm saying, wow, this is interesting. <laughs> this is really interesting. I didn't get a date to travel yet, but I, I, I was excited. I'm like, okay, you know what? This is, this is good. This is working. This is what I wanted. And uh, the month went by, June came by, July, and then our resort opened up. And I got a phone call asking if I wanted to come back to the team as a manager. And here I am again. I'm saying, number two, here you go. And I put the dots on the board. I'm like, bullseye, once again. And uh, I got back working as a manager. Of course, the entire team knew that I was going to leave for school pretty soon. And they were acceptable of it. So they, they, they actually admired the fact that I wanted to go back into study. And they said, whenever you're ready to leave, you're fine. You're free to go. And if you do decide to come back, we will accept you. And I'm saying, nobody has ever said that to me. I mean, it is my first job. <laughs> I'm like, that is, that is just, just knowing that is, is pretty heartwarming. So January came and we got out that we were flying soon. So I left my job. And after two months, we flew out to Cuba. And here I am right now. Happy oh. and flying on that disc. <laughs> wow, that is totally outstanding. So, like, I got a a, a few questions. Um, sure. Number one, is there like some type of ritual that you do as far as making sure that you keep your goals and dreams in the front of your mind? What I normally do is I visualize myself achieving them, and if at times I I think it's not possible, I always remind myself if it's meant to be, it's up to me. So I have to make sure that I am tuning my dream. Mm, mm. So you, so you always make sure that you're, like you said, attuned in, in, in tune with your dreams, and making sure that no matter what it is, you have to become that person in order to manifest it in the long run. And, some, and sometimes it's so hard. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's like the world seems to be crumbling down around me, and I'm saying, do I really think that I can achieve that? Mm. And at that moment, that's when I, I slowed on everything. I go into meditation and I, I kind of, I, yeah, I shed a few tears. I, I, that's a constant thing, though. I don't know if, if people think bad of sharing tears, but I find sharing tears to be very, very um, cleansing. Yes. So, like, when I, when I do that, I kind of, I let it all out mm -hmm. and then I start over. Mm -hmm. I always start over in meditating and manifesting. So I always, I always clean myself up of all the, the junk. Mm -hmm. or I try to. I know some still linger. <laughs> and then I, I recall, okay, what is it that I desire and just know that it's possible. And I have been looking at a number of motivational videos. That's kind of the thing that I do now. Every day I kind of have like a two-hour session of listening to motivational videos. Love it. Love it. So keeping that positive energy, um, keeping your, your goals and dreams 
um, in the perspective of it's upon me, but knowing that things are possible, no matter what you want, it is possible for you to get it. When you, when you hit your goal or when you, when you do your visualization, do you see yourself in the dream or do you look at things through a, uh, like a first person point of view? Both, a little bit of both. Yeah. Like sometimes I see myself, like I see what I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the, the that's kind of the most important thing. I, I kind of I love when I can see myself dressed the way I want to be dressed in mm-hmm. different occasions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just see it through my own my own eyelids. And a little bit of both. It's kind of both both interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were doing that personal development. You said um, when COVID had started, start, you know, had just started having everything shut down and everything. What was the main, what were the main books that you read and what were the main things that you did to help develop yourself? At that time, I, I don't know if you've heard of Vishen Lakiani. He has this organization called Mind Valley. Valley. Yes, so sir. I, it kind of, it, it, it kept coming on my Facebook feed, Mind Valley, Mind Valley. And I said, let me just find out what it's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out he has this really cool book called The Buddha and the Badass. And then he had a, a sex. So that was his first book. And then the second book was called Be Extraordinary. I, um, I, I might have it back from. But I read both of those books. And then he kind of made a reference to a few other people or authors. And then it led me to reading The Power of Now yep. um, by Eckhart. Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, yes. And then um, How Successful People Think. And then there was a Think and Grow Rich series. So the Think and Grow Rich book, um, Mastermind, The Master Key to Riches, The Self to Get Rich. All of those things kind of became, it was like one after the other, like one book led to the next, led to the next. To the yeah. Next. I didn't have to go looking for it. It kind of just, like, right after I was done, it kind of, this is the next book you should read. Like, it's like magic. <laughs> wow. So you kind of just fell down this, this wormhole of mindset, this mindset, like, rabbit hole, if you will, to where, like, one thing led to the next, led to the next, led to the next. And all of a sudden, you're building your mindset to become the person that you are right now. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. What, like, what uh, goals and dreams do you have now? Like, what's the next big thing that you want to start manifesting? The next big thing. Well, the current thing is to become one of the world's leading architects. And by that, I want to redesign the already developed world. Um, of course, I do not really know exactly what the end product is like. But just going through the process is already enough for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy just learning more about it and learning more from people who have achieved their level of success at their different time periods and yeah. seeing how I can now contribute to my era. Mm-hmm. Um, the second goal is the monetary goal. So it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is to, well, it was to impact 200 people. That was, that was previously, that was kind of when I just started, when I came back from that convention. Yeah, and it grew because the, the 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 visualization I was doing was guided, and it was like you're talking to a group of ten thousand people, <laughs> and I have been trying to figure out where will I get ten thousand people to listen to my voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of just like where would I get ten thousand people who want to hear my voice? Like what am I even going to talk about? Mm-hmm. And slowly, 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 it's been coming to me in little pieces that I think not just when I'm done, but during this process, there are people who will need to hear my voice. 
because there are people that Bob Proctor will not be able to talk to, or mm-hmm. people that will not hear his voice. There are mm-hmm. people that let Brown, they will not hear his voice. People mm-hmm. that all those motivational speakers, they may not get a chance to hear their voices. Yeah, yeah. So it's for people like yourself and myself to help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. So I, I kind of figure it out that 10,000 people is possible. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so that, is a, that is another goal. So it's oh. these three major goals that I'm trying right now mm-hmm. to, to, to walk into. Amen. I mean, with the power of the internet, it can like ten thousand people can just be the tip of the iceberg. That is true. <laughs> that yeah. is so true. But I, I want to be in their presence. I want to be. I want them to to get mm-hmm. my hair, to get my energy, to feel yeah. the love that 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 comes out or exudes from me and from all that is. I mm-hmm. I, I I I like I like being personal. Yeah. When I interact with people, mm-hmm. it, it it feels better. It feels different. Yeah, understood. You want to, you want to like have you want to feel their presence, but you want them to feel your presence more than anything as well. That is right. That is right. That, that is, right. is what's up. <laughs> how 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 many more years do you have uh, in Cuba for the? Well, I I just started. I just started, so I have approximately five years in total. Mm. So I'm gonna be here for at least four more years. Man, it's it's gonna be so incredible to see like what unfolds for you. How, it's kind of scary. How does it feel? Yeah, and I was just about to ask, like, how does it feel to like know that you have this power, man? Like to know, <laughs> like, man, the universe is is within me and I am molding my life to what I want it to be. Like, how, how does it feel to be that to know that you're that it powerful? It's so scary. That the first emotion is fear. Not mm. fear of it going wrong, but fear of can I live up to my own expectation mm. when it does work out my way will i become a different person or will the person that i truly am come out of who i am right now yeah and, and then the second one is uh anticipation it's like an excitement it's like butterflies 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 mm. all mm-hmm. over again and the third one is a, a longing for getting there it's like i i sit down and i daydream sometimes a lot it's like what what would it feel like to finally walk into that 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 person? What would it feel like to finally be the world's best architect? What would it feel like to get up and to know that I can impact life? What would it feel like to to make sure that people do not have to suffer the way they suffered before? Like it it's it, that's that's kind of what I feel most times when I think about the goals I want to achieve. That is beautiful, man. Like you are consistently sending out rockets of intentions into the universe. And that's why everything is coming back to you the way it is, because you're focused on it. That is true. Like sometimes I <laughs> sometimes I mean I mean I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes here and there. And I I kind of hold myself to a higher level of not disappointment, but um I don't want to use the goal, the, the word guilt either, but I kind of hold myself to a higher form of responsibility where I know that I can do better. Mm-hmm. And so it feels a little bit disappointing when I do not do better. Yeah. And it takes a while before I, I could safely say, this is a lesson that I have to learn from and to actually learn from it. So I, I have to sift through all the dust and find 
the silver lining or to find the golden key and write it down and let that be what drives me on forward. Amen. Amen. I mean, we all, I mean, we have that neocortex that is always looking for something to be wrong. You know what I mean? It's always looking for that fire to, to put out. To, and, you know, um, yeah. we, we, we worry about, I say we as in humans, let me, let me talk for myself. I worry about the dumbest shit sometimes. It's, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I know that I am divinely protected, I know that I'm divinely protected, but still there's all these different things that, you know, you worry about, but knowing like that you have, the power of the universe within you and you can manifest whatever you want. Like I've never gone without a meal. Um, I've, it's, I've never gone without money. I've always been like, even in the craziest of situations, especially when I was in college, I have still like gone out and, and, and ended up on top. You know what I mean? And being, and being successful. So it's like in, in work and like these things that our mind makes up, that's that you're the discipline that you have um is so impressive because you go back to what's the positive how can this happen and how is it going to feel like always putting yourself in alignment with your intentions and what you want instead of what you don't want yeah man yeah it it takes a lot of energy sometimes i'm drained out (laughs) After I go through all of that, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot do it again. I can't do it again. I cannot do it again. And I just, I have to remember that if it's meant to be, it is up to me and I have to make a sacrifice. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still with that company that you had started with? with, the, with I, still, which... um, I still, yes, I still am with them. But with the transition from Fellowship to Cuba, there is a bit of, there are a lot of differences in how the company operates. So I'm kind of working out the, the roots of list resistance to allow that to be successful for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in a, a limbo phase towards the word where the company is, is related, but I'm still in tune with what's happening in the company and success that is going on throughout the community. T- you didn't tell us about like all the things that happened in order for you to like get to Cuba. Like you, you told us like, but like that story within itself about how one thing manifested in the next thing, the next thing, just because you put all your tensions <laughs> behind it. Hey, tell us that one before like uh, we get into the meditation. This, like, when I get, when I start meditating or. No, uh, like we're going to meditate next, but um, please tell us. Oh, that's what you're okay. Tell us about like, um, like all the things that happened in order for you to get to Cuba. Oh, okay. So after learning that, okay, I'm going to travel to Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of didn't want anybody to know about it <laughs> because I I remember reading over and over again that sometimes your dreams are, are your dreams. And unless people can be in tune with it, they will try to stop you from mm-hmm. doing them. It comes first from your family. You know that they're, they're, they're not bad people, but they are not able to see it the way you see it. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I said it to my family, knowing that there is a pandemic around, the first question is, do you think this is the right time for the school? <laughs> and I remember just thinking, do not listen to it. <laughs> do not listen to it. Uh, I kind of blocked out all those words, and I, it's kind of a thing I do now, and I do not want to hear what 
someone is saying and their opinion is defined from what I want. I kind of, I literally zone out. It's bad manners, but it works. <laughs> it, it works. I mean, honest, I, 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 don't, I don't really like to do it and I don't really have a, a choice when it happens, but it's kind of a, a security mechanism. It's like when it, it's not in line with what I want, I literally zone out. And I learned that first from my family. <laughs> I I told them that I'm going and then, you know, they were asking because, I mean, I had a really good job, really good salary. So it's kind of, are you going to leave all this behind to really start something over? And I, I remember thinking, this is my dream. This is what I want to accomplish. And if I don't accomplish it, then it will not be accomplished. And there is this, also this thing that I, I, I read or I heard, I think it was Les Brown talking about, imagine you're in your deathbed. And surrounding you are the ghosts of the dreams that you didn't accomplish. And they're kind of haunting you, saying that you should have let me be a person. You should have let me be a thing. But instead, you did not. And I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> I don't want to be in a position where it's, I should have, I should have, I should have. I want to go jumping. Just do it. And uh, listening Nichols has this really powerful thing that she says, just jump. Sometimes you don't, you don't know how far or what's below you when you jump, if you're going to fall, but just jump. And uh, the decision came, I think it was at work, because I, after having mentioned it to everybody, I kind of had this second guessing, which is bad. When, <laughs> when you decide to do something, it's always bad to go second guessing yourself. And I had this period where I second guess everything, and I'm saying, okay, especially having the delay in traveling, it was like, okay, so you really take that decision. And I just said, I'm going to jump. Whenever the time comes, I am jumping, irrespective of what is happening in the world. I will make it happen. <laughs> I will make it happen. And the day came. So kind of after work, and between work and travel, I kind of had two months. So in those two months, I had some more time to go through some more personal development. And when the, when the day came, it was the morning of. Well, no, first, we had a date in January that didn't go through. So, again, I'm asking, do you really think you should be going to Cuba at this time? The world is, quote-unquote, ending. <laughs> so, you really think you should be going now to further your studies? And I said, I'm going. I, if I decide something, I, I'm doing it. I am doing it. I have a very stubborn head. I am doing it. And the day came to travel. The morning we left. And I, I was at peace. I mean, I, I, I kind of was at peace for a long while. I, I just, it just felt like the thing that I should be doing. And whenever that's the feeling you get, you know you're on the right path. And, oh, I also have this, this program. It's called Angel Something. It's kind of a, a daily message, like daily positive message. And sometimes it's always the message I need to hear, but most times this is, Another scary thing, right? I, I don't know what, what's the mechanism behind it all. If it's really from the angels, I don't know. But it's, it's really, really interesting. And I remember flying, learning, just about to land in Cuba. And I'm watching out the window. We were about to, to hit the runway. We're flying over this fence. And I pull out my phone. And I had this email from the morning um, from that same app. And it was about, you may have to leave by faith quite a bit. It's going to be a bit scary, but you will have to do it. And I said, okay, interesting. And right as we pass over the fence, I'm like, okay, this is Cuba where I build my empire. 
And I'm just thinking, huh? Empire, like, what are you talking about? And at that time, or during those few months, I kind of, my, my, con- my subconscious mind kind of spoke loudly to me. So I kind of heard it like a human voice. And it was almost demanding, kind of. It's like, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> and, and I remember just, just hearing, this is Kibori, I'll build my empire. And I just, I asked Rico, I'm like, Kibori is a communist country. How are you going to build an empire? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not possible. This is a new land. This is a Spanish country. How are you going to do that? And uh, I just let the idea sink in. We landed and we came over and we're at school. School now. So I'm still trying to figure out why that thought came to my mind. I have no clue. <laughs> I have not the slightest clue, but it came to me by thought and I am excited to see where it Amen. Amen. And now it's all just working out over there now. It's all working out. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it is so crazy. It's so crazy. It's, so crazy. That's it's awesome. been really good, though. I'm so proud of you, man. Like, you're doing outstanding. And I can't wait to see in 10 years when you've changed the world. You know what I mean? Or, shoot, 10 years. It could be two years. You, know I mean? you never know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the scariest thing. Like, I, I keep I keep thinking over and over again that I really have something to do here, and I I, I have no clue exactly what it is that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than what I want to do, mm-hmm. but I kind of have this feeling that I have to do something so important, and that is that is the one thing that scares me when I have that thought that. I really have to get this thing done. Whatever this thing is, I have mm-hmm. no clue yet. And and that is what really scares me the most. And I think about it, not because it's, it, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really, really do not know, but I am willing to go through it. That is, I'm willing to go through that, that journey or that process. But dog, it's that, gonna, is, that is the one thing. It's going to fall in your, it's going to fall in your lap though. All these things that, that have happened to you, it's it's all gonna just unfold right in front of you. It's it's but it's gonna be a part of your process. It's gonna be a part of your journey. And it's not something that you have to necessarily know right now, but it's something that you've already manifested. It's already done, it's already written. Now it's just time for you to become that person that you need to become in order to be that blessing to all those folks that you want to be a blessing to, all ten thousand. And shoot, not even, it's gonna be the millions. So it's 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 not a thing about yeah. <laughs> i mean you're going to get it done it's just the process now it's just the process you becoming that person that you need to become you get in that consciousness that you need you networking with the right people that you need to network with in order for you to reach those big goals and be, build that empire that is true i accept that i accept it <laughs> i accept this 100 percent. i accept it that's what's up all right now on the drop your baggage podcast what we do is we all um we talk to people that are dope that can give you hope but also we teach a technique that can help you cope and that technique is uh called the mental and emotional release it's a simple systematic guided meditation if anyone out there um is thinking about uh, doing something or with mental and emotional release or neuro-linguistic programming, please uh, consult with a, a certified uh, NLP practitioner. and uh, Or you can just hit me up at charleswolfwork.com or um, you can learn a lot more at eliminating 
eliminatinginsecuritiesnow.com. Once again, eliminatinginsecuritiesnow.com. But I'm just letting you guys know I'm not like a social worker or a psychologist or a therapist. I am a certified um, trainer of neurolinguistic programming with um, over 250 clients worth of experience. And uh, I love doing this. So today, Arshan, you want to release, what's the emotion that you want to release today? The fear of disappointment. That is the one thing that I just want gone. Yeah. I just want that one gone. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to shift your consciousness around your fear of disappointing. And that's going to, it's going to be one of forgiveness, acceptance, empathy, and compassion for yourself. Most of all for yourself, you see. Uh, so we're just going to shift your consciousness a, a bit today. It's going to be fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. So all you need to do in order for you to have a profound experience is number one, use your imagination. Number two, you need to follow directions. This is the most important is to follow directions. If you do your own thing, you're going to mess it up. So if you follow directions, you're going to have an outstanding result. And number three is to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'm going to be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. Awesome. Um, we're going to create a, an imaginary timeline for you. Now, your time with your timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, where's your past? On my left. Where's your future? On my right. Perfect. That's just like mine. Very linear. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I swear. Some <laughs> to people be, are... To be, yeah. to be honest, I didn't really call what you said. And when you asked the question, it kind of just is like, on my left and on my right. Mm-hmm. It kind of just felt right. <laughs> Intuition is just boom, just hits like that. Perfect. Yeah. So let's get into it. Is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this fear of disappointing today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Yes. Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, will cause this problem to disappear. Tell me if uh, you were to know when was the first time that you felt that fear of disappointing someone? The first time I became aware of it was after leaving high school. I remember having a teen time out. grade. Time out, time out. Let's go even younger. Let's keep going back. Let's go to That's elementary enough. school. Yeah, younger than that. Way younger. There was this one time. Ha-ha. It's kind of a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. I think go. I was five years old. <laughs> I, was, I, was in, I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had this, um, we had this program. Mm-hmm called um, like savings accounts for children. So, you know, parents give you money to save into your account at school. And my mom gave money to save. And at that same time, there was this, um, this awareness of polio. That was probably in 2001, 2002. And they were selling polio stickers to create awareness for people suffering from polio disease. And I, I purchased, and it, when I purchased it, it felt good for me that I was saving a cause. Even that young, I kind of had that feeling of, I am actually part of something big. Mm-hmm. I bought my friends because of the money that I should have saved. <laughs> <laughs> and so the money did not get saved. Mm-hmm. And I got home and I, my mom took my account book and I kind of lied to her that I used the money. So she called the teacher. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she got to know that I, I bought polio stickers with it. <clears throat> and she was really disappointed. And I think I made up my mind at that time that I do not want to disappoint anybody again. 
because I kind of felt the twenty and a half points at that time. It was kind of really disappointing. Boom. <laughs> so, I mean, polio stickers. Think it. Think how silly that is. Like, but like you, you know, bought these polio stickers and, and you let your mom down. And at that moment, that was the root cause. You thought it all oh, maybe in high school. No, it was a way <laughs> longer time ago. That is interesting. Made that decision. I will never let anybody else down again. And now that you have such this wow. immense <laughs> responsibility, it's like wow, the the pressure is more on so much more. So it could. It's not like five thousand, or it's not like five dollars anymore. Now it's like five million dollars. <laughs> a lot of polio stickers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I never really thought of that moment as being. Until you actually asked me to look, right? I, I never really figured out that it was the. I I never remember feeling that disappointment. I now remember it. Yeah, that's the root cause right there. That's how those grooves in our brain, like that's how the the grooves in our brains, that's how they uh, materialize because you constantly like emphasize or you constantly um, those those um those feelings are engraved literally into your brain over and over and over again over the years um so with this exercise this guided meditation um with this exercise this guided meditation um you will the the number one thing that you need to focus on is replacing the negative thought pattern with a positive thought pattern so it's replacing what's negative about what you're seeing to what's positive about it positive empowering compassionate empathetic things like that cool all right let's get it um you can go ahead and close your eyes and relax and let me know when you're ready for the process ready awesome i can see me awesome now just imagine floating up above your timeline and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt that fear of disappointing someone. And just hover over that little boy. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. All right. Now, just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. What is something positive and empowering you can tell that little boy and everyone else involved in the event with the consciousness that you have today that will allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day? And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. Ready? Awesome. Now, with your eyes closed and you floating above that little boy, I, once again, the most important thing about this whole exercise is that you replace the negative thought pattern with a positive thought pattern. So tell me, what did you learn from the event? For myself as a little boy? Yes. That it's okay to not please. I did what I could have done. It's what I had because I was a child. That's right. And I did what any child would have done. 
That's right. Now, what is something that you learned from that event that can help you in the future moving forward? That I have to remember the reason why I do things. And if the reason is for better good, then I should always rely on that. Drive and not feel ashamed or guilty or bad for doing what is right. That's right. That's right. Very good. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float deeper and deeper and deeper into, into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. I think I'm over them now. Awesome. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, now float deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. Awesome. Now, just, just float there, weightless, in space, right there. And now ask yourself, tell me, are the emotions there or have they disappeared now? Awesome. Now, just imagine floating down inside the event, seeing through your own eyes as a little boy and check on the emotions. Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared now? I still don't feel anything. Awesome. Float back above the dinosaurs and then float into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. Okay, listen closely. Float very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt the fear of disappointing someone from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event. Preserve the learnings and let go of that fear of disappointing someone all the way back to now. Go. Awesome. Float down into your body and open your eyes when you're ready. Welcome back. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, super. I kind of felt my head shifting. <laughs> I don't know. You felt what? I felt my head shifting like from side. But then I felt myself shifting like along the, the line of my timeline. Mm, very it, felt, cool. it felt interesting. Like I, I went back to situations that I didn't remember. I had not. I had no um, pinpointed disappointment as yeah. an online factor for me being afraid of mm-hmm. failure or having mm-hmm. done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a few of them. Quite a few of them that I just downplayed and just <clears throat> just let it be. I, I didn't really focus on what caused me to be in that way. Yeah. So it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now? It feels good. <laughs> it just feels it feels warm. It feels it feels good. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it's, it's like a it's like a cleanse, like a deep cleanse. Like everything just kind of went out of it. Like when my eyes were closed, I kind of saw at every moment. I don't know if you recall in like cartoons or anime where the soul kind of lifts up, like in a mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. that kind of happened at every instance. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Like everything just came up, just blew up, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have to test it out. So do you smell bacon? Yeah, 
It's not something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Can you remember it? I don't know what it is. Why pick it though? Uh, that's an NLP technique to help you get <laughs> out of that state of mind. There no. Is a, there's no. a smell. I can't, I can't pinpoint it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> can, you, um, can you tell me, or I'm sorry, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion? And go back and notice if you can feel it, or you may find that you cannot. Apart from the five-year-old and the polio sticker? I mean, all of those, uh, all of those events throughout your timeline. Mm, I don't really feel anything. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't really feel anything. Um, <laughs> can you? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to imagine floating out into the future, to an unspecified time in the future in which if it would have happened in the past, you would have felt a fear of disappointing someone. But it's the future now, so see if you can find that old emotion, or you may find that you cannot. No, I cannot. Congratulations, you just released a bunch of fear. <laughs> you just released a bunch of fear. Oh my god! Like I, I'm, I'm literally trying. I'm like, okay, what, what has me scared? And I'm just like, nothing. Ha ha. This is interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's years of personal development in minutes. I'm sorry, I, I cannot express it in words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is great. Yeah. It, it just feels great. It's like, wow. I I, I have, I, I don't know if I, I, I told you about me having those moments where everything kind of plays like a movie sometimes in mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like right at this moment, what I was seeing was me running this marathon and I'm in the lead and everyone on the stands are cheering. Everyone's mm -hmm. just cheering for me. Like, yes, you're doing it. You're going. And I'm, I'm hearing, like, not hearing it physically, but I'm hearing the thoughts of joy. Everybody's just like, it's a hype. Like, everybody's like, yes, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Wow. It feels so str like it probably feels so strange because you're so used to that pressure. You're so used to it. Like that's your whole life from the age of five. You have felt like I can't disappoint anyone. And like everything has been motivated behind that. And now you don't have that anymore. Now it's time now that it's empty, 
you can fill it with positive affirmations and a positive mindset that you want towards your future. So instead, uh. so that's what it is. We emptied out the dirty, like that dirty contents, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which was like the negative emotion, the limiting beliefs. We emptied that out. And now it's time for you to fill it with the positive, the clean. I do that now. Not, not now, over time. <laughs> over time <laughs> but now it's it's time for the aff the positive affirmations that's what you you whatever beliefs that you want to have now that's what you need to, uh -huh. to, to now, now that's what you need to get into your subconscious and will the past feelings ever come back no nah. wow it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so, so like that fear, like whoever, whatever you just focused on, right? Whatever you just focused on, you release that. So if you focused on a lot, you released a lot. And therefore, like all those triggers that you had before are gone. Now, yeah, they were like at least 10, at least 10 occurrences. That's a, I went through. That's a bunch. That's a bunch. That's 10 different breakthroughs, 10 different like mini wow. breakthroughs that you just had. You see, must be excited. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> it just feels so. It feels so. Like it's, 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 I don't know if it's. Like, I don't know if it feels like feel, piece of me is gone. I don't know if I, I made that emotion part of my life. So mm -hmm. much that without it now, I feel strange, but I feel good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 it's just so so weird that's so awesome that's so awesome congratulations man i'm so happy for you like and especially with a person like yourself you can now go forward move forward with your goals and your dreams and your, and your visions without that that doubt or without that fear if you will you see i kind of feel that way i kind of feel that way Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the that's the most exciting part because with a, a man of your potential, uh, and you with you being so young, you've already you just did a lot of work within a very small amount of time. And I, I'm going to give you all the resources. I'm going to give you this resource so you can do it for the rest of your life. So, like us, yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly. So you'll be able to do, like I said, years of personal development and minutes, multiple breakthroughs. In minutes. Wow. Yeah. Man, that this feels like super. <laughs> like <laughs> this is it just feels great. It just feels so great. So like how do you see your life unfolding now that you don't have that fear of disappointing someone now? I just wanna do stuff. Like <laughs> I just wanna do <laughs> like I don't know, I just wanna do I just wanna do things. To help people, I just want to do, just want to do, just want to make the next phone call. I just want to do the next thing, right? <laughs> I, I just want to do the next thing. <laughs> hey, bruh, this whole time, this whole time, you've been so eloquent and telling these detailed stories, and now you're just like, I just want to do stuff. I just, I just want to do it, stuff. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> like, I'm almost, I'm almost like, words don't even. 
I just want to do like words don't even matter. Now. I just I just want to do it. I just want to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. It's very so yeah. definitely, definitely. As the month continues, I'm gonna be working on a few things. Yeah, for sure. And I got you. I've been putting on the back burner. Sure. I got your back too, man. If that you ever. <laughs> if you ever need anything you're gonna do a lot of work you're gonna do a lot of self-work on yourself uh so that feels crazy <laughs> <laughs> if I had one thing that was <laughs> i'm sorry man. Like, there's one thing that was kind of weighing me down and now i'm like so what mm-hmm. all right i'm like so what so mm-hmm. what if what if you made a mistake so what if it doesn't work out Mm-hmm. Are you gonna beat yourself over it? <sighs> like Pandora's box was was opening. Nice. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Like wow. <laughs> You're so welcome. I don't know. Man. I had so many woods a while ago, and now I'm like, I'm like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like let's, let's do it. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it, bro. It was a pleasure. And I will keep you in tune if what happens over the next month. I think it's going to be super good. Thank you so much. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have any wise words? Or uh, can you please give the, the audience some wise words before we get out of here? If I have to say one thing to any one person that I do not know personally, mm-hmm. I would say focus on yourself. I would say focus on you from an inside perspective. What makes you, what drives you, what you love. What are the, some of the things that, that ignites you, your mind, your heart, your desires. And allow that to be the things people see. Because people will want to be in your presence for who you are on the inside. Not what you portray, not what you think you are, not what you want to be, but what it is you really are on the inside. <clears throat> and I can guarantee you that from, from there, you get to meet people just like yourself. And then you actually know that that is who I am. Because there are genuine people who are meeting a genuine person. Amen. That's, that's what I can tell you. Amen. Amen. That's so awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that is that is a phenomenal show right there. 
Thank you again, Arshan, for just being on the show and being so awesome and <laughs> for that amazing demonstration. I accept this all. I accept this all. <clears throat> my, I almost lost my voice. <laughs> I don't even know how. I, I'm just, I'm like, ready. <laughs> it's like, let's get this show started. I like, waited too long. And now it's, it's like second lap or second scene and it's ready to go. And oh, yeah. I want to thank you for using your time and continually using your time to let people like myself go through a process where they experience changes and where they now can showcase that change in the lives they live. Yeah. Um, I think it is very much needed in the world we live in today. And as, as people become more enlightened, it will become something of common knowledge. And I'm glad that you're at the forefront of a change like that. Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you. And thank all you guys who tuned in today. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube or, or Facebook, please hit or, uh, consider hitting the like and subscribe button. Uh, if you are on any podcast platform, please give me a, a five star and your feedback. And no, you, you know what? You get a five star. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, get a five star. <laughs> hey, you guys out there, take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace.